video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. My name is Anthony Shelton. Enjoy the chat at spreaker.com. That's where we are live right now. Give me your thoughts on anything gaming related that you've seen. Give me something to react to. You can also hit me up on Skype, Progress Bar Radio, speakpipe.com slash progress bar radio. You can leave a voicemail there. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas holiday or whatever holiday you celebrate on the 25th. Uh, mine was relaxing and uh, fairly eventful. Got to see some friends, hang out with my in-laws, which was fascinating. Um, but, you know, it was good. It's always a good time. But did you hear about uh, Bethesda being sued by a German man? So a man is suing Bethesda because he had an addiction to Fallout 4. He says he lost his job and his wife. And his justification is if he knew the game would be addicting, he would have been more wary of it. I don't think I need to say anything more. You could call in and you could probably just take over the segment because there's a lot you could say. I think we both know it's ridiculous. I think we all know it's ridiculous. I'll have to say a word. Y'all could literally run this segment with all the things I'm sure you would have to say about this. I don't even know how this stuff gets through. I know it's the German courts and I know they do their own thing, but how does this get through? Like, how do you justify putting this through and wasting time with this stuff? I don't get it. The lawyers say they're, they're, they want to see how far this can go. They want to see what kind of defenses can be made about this case. What? Why are you experimenting with this? Why are you wasting time and resources? I know this isn't the American government, which I'm glad it's not. Because we already deal with a whole bunch of random stupid stuff in the first place. So I'm glad this isn't one of them. Especially since people don't like video games nowadays. Because they're so bad and they're so violent and all this other stuff. But now, across the sea, they're experimenting with the idea that, eh, you know, maybe games are a little addicting. Can you imagine if games needed warning labels on them? Like, warning, this game may be addictive. Like, can you imagine if you looked at the back of the box, perhaps maybe even the front of the box next to the rating? That this would be on there. Now this is happening over in Germany. So I mean if anything were to happen. It's probably going to happen in Europe first. But still. Even for European. If you live in the UK. If you live in Germany. Or any of those nations over there. I mean really. I would think you would find it a little ridiculous. To see that kind of warning label. On a video game. We don't see that on movies, but movies can be addicting. Smoking is addicting. There, There is a warning label for that. I don't know if there is in the UK or any of those nations over there, but smoking is addicting. People still do it. We don't sue the companies. 
Candy is addicting. There's no warning label on them. In fact, I just had a, a Tootsie Fruit Chew, and I'm looking at the label right now, and there's nothing that says that it could be addicting. It shows the ingredients. Sugar. Kids love sugar. Corn syrup. Terrible. Partially hydrogenated soybean oil. Condensed skim milk. All these other stuff I can't pronounce. Nothing about addiction. Sports can be addicting. Working out can be addicting. I mean, so many things can be addicting for so many reasons. But let's face it, games are fun, right? Working out is fun. Sports is fun. Movies are fun. Candy is great. Games are fun. It's a great feeling when you walk away from a game. You got to go to work. You're spending time with your wife. And you're thinking, man, I really want to play that game some more. And then you channel that energy into the next session of play that you have. Right? It's a great feeling because you got all that excitement built up. And you sit down and play it again and it's, and it's exciting. It's a fun feeling to have. I, I almost kind of don't like long play sessions sometimes because it's like, man, I just need to relax a little bit. Let me go play something else because that feeling is so good. Now, it's not a great feeling when you walk away from a game and it's like, man, you know what? I don't really want to play that anymore. Now, at this point, I, I we need to figure out if this guy actually liked his job or if he liked his wife. Like, I wanted to play games last night. All right. I was in the Bay Area. I got some games for Christmas. I went to GameStop yesterday, bought Rainbow Six Siege. I got Rare Replay over Christmas. And I wanted to play those games. But my wife reminded me that we didn't spend any one-on-one time while we were away on vacation because we were spending time with family and friends. And it was great. It was fantastic. But uh, we didn't spend any one-on-one time. So we needed to go on a date. And I thought, you know, that's a good idea. I'll put the games on the back burner. Back burner. Why? Because I actually like my wife. I like spending time with her. My job, I like my job. If I could do this full time, that would be fantastic. But for now, I like I like my job. I like my coworkers. I like working with the kids. It's fantastic. I don't know if this guy liked his job. I have no idea what he did. The report didn't mention that. And I have no idea about him and his wife's relationship. But sometimes addiction can be birthed out of you're fed up with something. You don't want to deal with something. So you get lost in another world. And you kind of get addicted to it. Now he sounds like, oh, I'm so mad. Uh, you know, I, Bethesda, you're to blame for losing my job and my wife. I'm suing you for $7,000, the equivalent. I'm like, $7,000, okay, if you say so. But still, blaming Bethesda for your problems. How do you even think to sue about this? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> what kind of mindset do you have to be in when you're sitting there? Fallout 4 is on the screen. You got your controller in your lap. You're miserable. You got no job. Your wife left you. And you think, this is Bethesda's fault. I'm suing them. Like, I, I don't even know how you get to that conclusion. 
I I'm I I think too rationally to even come up with something for that. Like I could not come up with something as I was prepping for this. I could not think of a reason of how you could get to I'm going to sue Bethesda. I I couldn't do it. I don't know. It's absolutely ridiculous. What a way to start off post Christmas. Bethesda getting sued by some dude who can't take responsibility. It's fascinating. People are just funny. They really are. All right. Tell me what you got for Christmas. Hit me up in the chat. Hit me up on Skype, Progress Bar Radio. You can leave a voicemail on SpeakPipe. Let me know what you got for Christmas. Love to hear about that. And I'll tell you what I got after this song. You already heard it, but in case you didn't, I'll tell you what I got. This song is Datadyne Central Extraction. It's by Grant Kirkhope, Graham Norgate, and David Plinick. It's on the Perfect Dark soundtrack. You're listening to Progress Bar.
This is Progress Bar. My name is Anthony Shelton. This song is Data Dine Central Extraction by Grant Kirkhope, Graham Norgate, and David Clinic. And you can find that on the Perfect Dark soundtrack. So what'd you get for Christmas? Um, <laughs> it was funny because I'm up in the Bay. We're on vacation. And I, I like getting video game gifts from my wife during Christmas. But I also don't like it because I can't play the game because all my consoles are back at home. So my wife got me Rare Replay for Christmas. I got a lot of games to play. That game has a lot of games within the game. Got Banjo-Kazooie. I've only played a little bit of Banjo-Kazooie. So I'm looking forward to playing that. Got Banjo-Tooie. All the Banjos. Uh, Perfect Dark. I am down to replay that again. Half the reason why I played that Perfect Dark song. Because I was in the mood. I was like, oh yeah. Perfect Dark. Ready to play that. And you know all these other games that I haven't played. Viva Pinata. I heard that game was good. So looking forward to playing that. A lot of rare games I've missed out on. A lot of rare games I didn't know were rare games. So, just for historical purposes, I am looking forward to that. I'm, you know, sad Donkey Kong wasn't on there, any of them. But, you know, licensing issues, of course. Uh, Yesterday, I bought Rainbow Six Siege. And I forgot it also came with Rainbow Six Vegas and Vegas 2. So, looking forward to playing those. Got, like I said, got lots of games to play. But uh, I I, partici- I participated in the uh, beta, both of them, and turns out it's it's a solid game. I really enjoy it. Thankfully, my mom gave me GameStop gift card, so I didn't have to pay with it for my own money, with my own money. But I like it. Even if I did pay with my own, I would be fine. I really enjoy it. Really like the tactical teamwork play. And I know I made a criticism some months back, uh, back in the first beta. You can look for it somewhere. Um, and I remember saying choosing operators was bad because there's only five players. And at the time of the beta, there's only five operators. So your chance of getting the one you want is a lot less slim because you just not a whole lot of operators to work with. <clears throat> so I didn't like the fact that you could only use uh, one of each operator that was available. You couldn't double up on, say, the IQ operator, for example. But now there's like eight or so operators. So the the chances of someone picking your operator are a lot less slim. So it does it. So that criticism doesn't matter anymore. Uh, I I definitely take that back for the full release. So I'm glad that's the case. They're also adding eight or nine new operators in the season pass over time. I don't know if I'm going to invest in the season pass. I've only spent, you know, plus the beta, I've probably spent about eight hours with the game. And I don't, you know, I just don't know how invested I'm going to be. I don't know if it's going to be like Halo investment or... If I it's just something I really enjoy, and every time I pick it up, I'm just gonna have a blast with it. I'm definitely gonna play it more than Evolve, 
but you know it's just that team based tactical gameplay it's it's not quite counter strike but i could see where people draw the comparisons and i can't blame them for drawing that comparison and i understand people who love counter strike want to get all defensive and stuff but it's it's a solid game it really is i don't know if it's worth 60 dollars for everybody no matter how much you're into multiplayer base gameplay but it's a solid game so far i don't have any complaints about it no, no major complaints to say yeah don't buy it no deal breakers but i also bought teenage mutant ninja turtles out of the shadows that i did spend my money on why because i did promise el zoro who's a frequent listener of this show that I would buy the game, and that I would play it, and at some point we would have a discussion about Out of the Shadows. Now, I'm kind of mad at Microsoft, because they did make me spend more money than I wanted to on that game. Now, mind you, this is not a game I would go out and buy on my own, This is, but I promised those or I would give it another chance. And I'm a man of my word, I, I tried to be a man of my word, so I bought it, but I also saw that I had credit on... My Microsoft account, I had $5.01, and I was excited, because that's $5 less I had to spend on this game. So I went to go buy it on the Xbox 360, and it shows my account balance. That's already credited, so when I purchase a game, it would take it away. But apparently, I went to go buy it, and I still have $5.01 left. So I tweeted out Xbox support. If you follow me, you would have seen that tweet. And they tell me that that doesn't count for Xbox 360. It doesn't work. You can only use it for Xbox One and Windows 10. And I'm kind of mad about that. Because why would you have a credit that I can view on my Xbox 360 that shows me you have credit. I go to buy the game, which I now cannot get a refund on. Not that I was anyway, because I already planned on purchasing it, but I had the opportunity to spend less money on the game and have more money for other things. Why would you show me that I have the credit on the 360 if I can't use it? Deceptive. I don't like it. So I'm not happy with Microsoft right now. But Out of the Shadows is, eh, eh, I'm having to force myself to play this game. It's clunky. It is clunky. Just as I remembered it, it's clunky. It's, it's faster than I remembered it, so that's nice, but it's clunky. Frame rate hitches. Frame rate slow down, slows down sometimes. I, I just don't understand why. When I played Batman, the combat felt good. Every button press, every animation, the strikes, him flipping around and stuff, it felt good. Because they made the combat for Batman. They wanted you to feel like Batman. Redfly Studios took the idea of Batman and adopted a much more complex system for Out of the Shadows. But I don't get the sense that I feel like a Ninja Turtle. Right? I don't... I don't feel the impacts. The animations are weird. They aren't smooth. They they seem gimped, limping. It, I just don't feel it. 
with it. And it, I feel like that's part of the reason why beat-em-ups feel so good because everything surrounding the actual fighting just looks and feels good and it doesn't look or feel good without of the shadows. The worst part is switching between the turtles. So you can keep up a combo by switching between the turtles with the D-pad. So let's say I'm controlling Leonardo and I finish off a guy and the computer-controlled Raphael is engaged with another foot soldier. And I can switch to Raphael and continue the combo that I already started with Leonardo. On paper, it actually sounds pretty cool. I like the sound of that. But in actual execution, it's clunky. First of all, you're using the 360 D-pad, which is already a mess. So I don't know why they designed it that way. The other thing is, sometimes it just doesn't work. And I was I think it is Raphael that is mapped to the same button as Taunt. So sometimes I'm trying to switch to Raphael and I end up taunting. Like, I didn't want to taunt, I wanted to switch to Raphael. So that's bad design. Just straight up, that's just bad design. You don't map two buttons to the same thing. And even if you're supposed to hold the button for taunt, the fact that I sometimes just tap the button and I taunt still doesn't make sense. So there's a lot of systems in this game that don't make sense out the gate. I I don't mind complexity, but a beat-em-up is about getting in there and beating the crap out of people. I shouldn't have to think too hard about the systems that are in place in any beat-em-up. I don't care how complex it is. If it explains something, I shouldn't have to wrap my brain about wrap my brain around the idea of why didn't it work when I did it. If it says do this and I do it, then it should work. But there's some reasons why sometimes it doesn't work. That keeps me from enjoying beating people up, which is the point of a beat em up. So there's more hypotheses I have about the game and why it's not good, but I hope over time that Out of the Shadows proves me wrong. Because th- it is a complex system, and I respect that. And I think there's there's good in that, but my goodness, it's it's not... A lot of the systems aren't making a whole lot of sense yet. Alright, this song is Scent of Betrayal by Disaster Peace. It is on the Monsters Ate My Birthday Cake original soundtrack on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar.
You're listening to Progress Bar. My name is Anthony Shelton. That is Scent of, of Betrayal by Disaster Peace. It's on the Monsters Ate My Birthday Cake original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. This song is Black Mage Master by the Dual Dragons, available on the Final Fantasy IX Worlds Apart for free at ocremix.org. You're listening to Progress Bar.
This is Progress Bar. My name is Anthony Shelton. That is Black Mage Master by the Dual Dragons on the Final Fantasy IX Worlds Apart Remix album on ocremix.org. It's completely for free. It's the nice part about it. Four disc soundtrack. It is. It's big and it's nice. All of it. That will do it for today. Please subscribe on iTunes. Please leave a rating and review if you like the show. Uh, you can also follow on Spreaker. We are live weekdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Appreciate you listening. I will talk to you later.